Welcome to twoquestions.tv. My guest today is James Klapovic, and we're talking about hiking at any age. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancimo. Joining me today is James Klapovic. When he retired after two careers, he knew backpacking was much more than a trail. He wrote this book, The Honest Backpacker, with his daughter Nicole, to inspire novice hikers to discover getting into nature as a gateway to health, well-being, and happiness. He's joining us today from Morrisville, North Carolina. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Susan. It is delightful to be here. Well, I'm delighted to have you. I really liked your book, and your introduction to your book is literally one of my favorites to date. I enjoyed the tone of saying yes to things and the delight with which you wrote that introduction. And the book itself is useful and practical, but it's also really enjoyable to read because of all the stories. And I told you earlier before we hit record, I am going to use your book as a guide for my husband and myself to go hiking. Marvelous. You get the purpose of why I wrote it. <laughs> well, okay, so let's let's get basic for a minute. It may sound like a silly question, but I'm okay with that. I am. Um, because I think when most people think of hiking, we get a picture in our head, right? Like the hills and the mountains and nature, but but there are I realized there are some viewers and listeners who may not be super familiar with hiking and may not realize that it's not just going out and walking in nature. There's a lot more involved and perhaps also camping. So can you talk a little bit about exactly what is hiking? What is it involved? And yeah, what is it? Yeah, actually, that is a very good question. Uh, I'm not kidding. So let me start about your mindset before you undertake something like this. Mm -hmm. What you do has to be simple, suitable, and sustainable. Uh, so simple, suitable, and sustainable. Uh, the, uh, the simple part is, is don't complicate things. You only need four pieces of equipment to get going. Uh, and then um, suitable means it has to be age appropriate, right? Because we're not talking to spring chickens here. For a fact. And then it needs to be sustainable. If you start in a great burst of glory and burn out quickly, well, then that is not good. <laughs> this, is, this is a lifelong pursuit because you can continually take the evolve, and I make the case that you can continue to get better. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to the three S's there. You'll find that a lot of life is defined in trilogies. So um, on the hike itself, basic equipment, I could go in, I won't go into detail, but you need a good pair of shoes that are light, uh, durable, and wicking, be able to wick water. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. All sorts of choices there. And then uh, moving up the body, everything is built from the ground up, easy to remember. The next thing you might want to get is a little hip pack. Right. So you can pack uh, a water, suitable amount of water, a couple bottles, maybe a snack, a map, maybe a little first aid stuff, okay? I always want to be prepared and know where you are at on the trail, even if it is a local trail. Good habit to get into. And but then, you're, not, you're not a fan of GPS because that's on a phone, right? Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, if you're going... Uh, uh, in a place where you're probably out and about a little bit, not too familiar, you can take a phone, but leave it off. 
Yeah. Because the battery is going to drain right out. So it's for emergency. What is an emergency? You are really lost or you're looking for a way to get back on trail or off trail. So you can call somebody or zero in on where you need to, to be to get off trail. But don't leave it on. You want the solitude anyway. You do not need yeah. a phone on the trail. So um, moving up the body, get the equipment, um, and then get uh, a good set of hiking poles. Some say no pole, one pole, get two. We are built bilaterally. You need two poles. Balance. All the upper body, better exercise. You have, uh, you can hike longer and uh, more sturdy, et cetera, et cetera. And even going downhill, you can go on the straightaway, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, more on that in a minute when I talk about the art of the walk. And then lastly, get a good broad-brimmed hat. Uh, I, uh, am I allowed to plug something? But I'll plug uh, Tilly hats that are recommended by dermatologists. Uh, and they have a guarantee. If they happen to go through an elephant, like a zookeeper's hat went through an elephant, they'll replace it just on your story and uh, <laughs> 50% off. Anyhow. That's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but <right>. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now quickly on the art of the walk, I have a, a point to make here. Uh, you will set up a pace that you want to be uh, lighter, hiking longer, and um, uh, stronger. Okay. So by going slower and setting up a pace of about a mile and a half, you do not need to do this uh, four mile pace. That will really knock you off. Mm -hmm. Most a two mile in our pace. Then it happens very naturally, but syncopate your, your poles to your footfalls. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The next thing you do is syncopate your breathing and then try a yoga breath. So depending on the terrain, you might want to do two breaths in. This is very meditative. Oh, uh, you saw right, uh, yeah. right to my point. But then, uh, believe it or not, when you're hiking, you can relax. Mm -hmm. Get that feeling of relaxation. It takes practice. I recommend meditating every day. Uh, again, if I can plug me there, too, <laughs> there is a an app. It was the app of the year for 2017. It's simply called Calm, uh, C A L M. I use it every day. It's amazing. So do I. Yes. Yes. Uh, good. Good. Uh, I mean, do it. So um, you uh, you learn to relax. I have hiked enough and shot skied. Believe it or not, skiing is about <laughs> relaxation. I can feel gravity pull on my face, right? So what you have done after a while, you have put together all the elements of meditation and you're doing it in, in the wonders of nature, okay? Now, here's mm -hmm. the proof. I was talking to a wonderful woman, Adrienne Berg. She runs a, a radio station, a, just a firecracker of a woman. I was explaining the art of the walk to her. And she goes, yeah, Jim, I get it. I get it. Uh, I started walking um, uh, some time ago with our little local hiking group. And um, I uh, started by doing a treadmill just for a little bit. I lasted two and a half minutes, had to sit down <laughs> for breath. So we fast forward over here that she puts, uh, she uh, regularly hikes distances with her group. And she's gotten up to 50 
I said, try zero miles a day hiking, right? What? <laughs> so, and uh, I, I mentioned the art and she goes, yeah, sometimes I hike for five miles and then I come back to reality like this and I don't know where the five miles went. She was in, um, now this is not too spooky, she was in a meditative trance. Who oh knows gosh. what good thoughts she had what problems he solved, what presence she experienced. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Here's the mm. big book. She's 70 years old. Amazing. 50 miles a day? She has done it. She has That's done crazy. it on hikes. And you do it by walking slower, yeah. longer, and uh, more sensibly, right? Wow. So you have to get out and kill it. And so this is hiking, camping, mountaineering, Kind of all in one. Well, you. Uh, it can be. My first, it can be, but then, is it suitable, sustainable, mm. uh, and um, uh, simple? Yeah. Uh, you get into those other things over here, and um, that gets pretty exotic and expensive. Okay, <laughs> viewers, start just with a hike. A small day pack, not a big back, just a little small right. day pack. Smart, start small. I got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll give you an example of that. Uh, I'm getting my flu shot, and so I always uh, chat up hiking. I'm talking to my pharmacist, who's ready to uh, do it for me. Mm -hmm. I said, "Well, done any hiking lately?" And he goes, "Yeah. You know, I went out with my brother and my dad. We went up to um, Harper's Ferry Midway, and we're going to hike some of the Appalachian Trail." Mm -hmm. Dad lasted. Two hours. <laughs> to bring him off. I had to bring him off the mountain. There is that he started out way too much. Yeah. You know, he's going to be out with his boys. The dare I say sin of that is is he is probably ruined for the rest of his hiking days. Yeah. Because he did not slowly. He was not prepared. He had too much on his back, and then he started on the AT. Goodness sakes. That's a lot. That's oh. a lot. Yeah, so um, uh, start out simple and small to find out what kind of hiker you are, what kind of hike you do. Don't get exotic. I say also, too, there is nothing as illuminating as signing up for a, uh, a horseback elk hunting trip in Colorado, blowing $1,500 and waking up the first night and realizing that you'd rather be quilting. That, <laughs> that is a heck of a lesson in life. So, uh, so she goes. Wow, yes. <laughs> well, in the book, you talk to the concerned reader and you say, you may not be all sure that a hike in the woods is a good idea, but don't worry, it is. And on this show, we've talked a little before about the concept of forest bathing, which is a little different from standard hiking, but I think it's kind of the same thing. What might be the benefits of hiking in the woods for executives, C-suite leaders, entrepreneurs, startup, startup owners, and, and business owners? These are the folks who are watching. What, what can they do? What, can be, what, what are some of the benefits of hiking for them? Uh, what will they get out of it? Good question. Very good question. That's one of the things that people would ask first. Um, I make the case. And um, I think that other people would agree that preparing for a hike, uh, even if it's a walk in your local greenway, mm -hmm. preparing for a hike is really preparing for life, right? 
Because if you approach preparing a hike with a holistic view, body, mind, and spirit, you are actually working on health, well-being, and happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, for health, it's diet and exercise, and uh, that can be done, um, believe it or not, if you work in the way of a, a balanced diet between carbs, proteins, and fat, you need fat, just yeah. not stuff that gets solid on your countertop. Yeah. Um, and then for well-being, you will be uh, not only researching things, reading far and wide, you're becoming an interesting person. And by doing that, you attract interesting people around you. You need friends, especially men. Mm -hmm. uh, men have a hard time doing the thing that women do so well, and that is uh, maintaining connections. And holy smokes, the people you will meet on the trail. I could go off on some stories. Uh, uh, they're in the book. Viewers, they're in the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, do we have a minute for a quick, quick diversion on the story? Please. Um, the, the people you meet. Um, uh, so I'm hiking uh, uh, past, I remember it was a very large rabbit warren, and here comes uh, a fellow my way in the, um, the, he was the epitome of a classic British man. He had the, the knickers and the vest and the hat and the hiking pole and his border collie coming along. And I found out when you're walking across England, you know, if you just kind of peek up like this, um, you're into a conversation. I'm really hitting it. And uh, I look up, I see this guy's coming my way. And so anyway, I glanced up, howdy. And um, he said, well, hello, hello. I said, well, you're Canadian. No, no, I'm from the States. And I'm hiking across your wonderful country. And uh, we got trading stories back and forth. Um, and he found out that I was uh, a military retiree, et cetera, et cetera. And he was of that age. But when we finished talking, he reached down to my right hand with both his hands, like this, grasped both my hands, and he said, go bless you, sir. Go bless you. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I mean, what a connection. What a connection would not have happened had we not been on the trail. So, oh, I do get distracted. So, health, um, health, well-being, and then happiness. Everybody has an opportunity to be happy. Um, now, I go back to the ancients for a definition of what happiness is, because they struggled with it, and they actually have the answers. I recommend reading Cicero Selected Works. Go to the back of the book. Anyway, happiness to them, and rightly so, is the absence of big pain, you know, persistent pain, and big troubles. So... If um, you uh, stub your toe, that doesn't count. But if you have uh, serious uh, rheumatoid arthritis where you're aching all the time, that counts. Oh, yeah. And big troubles, you know, um, if, you, um, if you lose your wallet, that can be replaced, right? But um, you have a serious car accident, you got troubles. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You get the difference? So define it that way. And by the way, there are people who have hiked the entire Appalachian Trail blind or missing a limb or Incredible. go forth. Right. Um, quick story. Uh, uh, there's a, a famous book out uh, about uh, Granny Gatewood, the first woman to hike it way back hmm. in the 50s. 
Uh, she was 67 years old, the mother of uh, 11, 23 grandchildren, and uh, escaping a pretty hard scrabble life in the mountains and an abusive husband. So she said, I got a, I got a lichen to take a hike. Wow. So uh, she sewed together some denim, didn't have back, big backpacks in it, something to sling over her shoulder, got an old broomstick, right, threw some... Uh, and she used a shower curtain for her, her raincoat and uh, moisture barrier and would camp on the side of the road just on the stuff she'd forge and a few things that she'd bring along. And she said, hiking is a more a matter of head than heel. Right? Interesting. And she, she became an icon. She put the, uh, the AT on the map, TV crews and so forth. Then she did it again. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's incredible. Yeah. So... Um, whatever excuses you have, there are people who have the answer. Yeah. You know, with diet and exercise, um, uh, learn to eat uh, frugally, uh, have the, the, the trilogy down pat, uh, the correct, uh, the, the correct, uh, the correct balance of carbs, multi, uh, more carbs mm -hmm. and then fats and then proteins. Uh, for me, I'll get up in the morning. I'll give you an example. I'll have uh, cereal and fruit and my beloved cup of coffee. Okay, we can talk about that, but I, uh, <laughs> I think half half. Um, might have a snack of apple and um, uh, fresh ground peanut butter. Um, then for lunch, I might have uh, some uh, lean meat mm -hmm. and uh, some carbs might be a sweet potato and veggies. And this could be done rather quick. Believe oh, yeah. Costco, am I allowed to say Costco? <laughs> uh, Costco uh, has uh, uh, stir fry vegetables you get in a great big bag. Yeah. Pour some in a bowl, put a little zatarans on the top, lace it with olive oil, good fat. And you have within uh, uh, two and a half minutes, you have great veggies to go with your rice. Or throw and it in the air fryer. Do you have an air fryer yet? I don't. <gasps> oh. It will change your life. Right <laughs> Let me take a note here, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> so, um, you do that, and then for supper, the same thing, lean meat and so forth. But then don't go crazy. I belong to a ski club, and uh, once a month or so, they have a good barbecue. I'll go there. It's just that I don't have three plates full. Right. right? So you, you can't go nuts there. The, the, uh, the body won't, won't follow a discontented soul. Right. And then for exercise... Uh, talk a little bit about that. You have to put in this uh, high-intensity interval training. Uh, mm -hmm. Work up to it. Oh, yes. When I started, I could only do it Mondays and Fridays. I needed all week to recover. When I started, I couldn't do a full workout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're sticking with it. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah, you got to stick with it. <laughs> oh, but then variety is what makes it. Uh, when we get older, our priorities reverse. When yeah. we're younger, you know, we do the aerobics and the anaerobics. You lift weights and you run until your your shoes fall off your feet. Uh, but when you get older, you need to focus on flexibility, mm -hmm. stability, and mobility. Mm -hmm. What does that dictate you do? Well, you do a lot of core exercises and you do yoga. Yeah. Right? So I try to do yoga twice a week. And then for aerobic exercise, you cannot do what I call the high impact stuff, this jogging forever, especially women. Women, Women's body is attacked more by hitting the pavement. But that means spinning. And I try to swim at least a mile once a week. 
-hmm. Okay, so uh, there you've got, uh, and then for the aerobic and anaerobic, it is uh, what we call Senza, which is a step down with the high intensity, step down from the classic CrossFit that you see with body, you know, a lot of body weight exercises, uh, maybe a cowbell, some light overhead uh, pushing and so forth, and some uh, pulls on uh, rings and so forth. Uh, under the watchful eye of a conditioning coach. Yes, mm -hmm. you can go to a gym, but be careful who trains you. Yes. Uh, conditioning coach is uh, what I recommend. It'll cost you a little more money, but um, so does laying in the hospital for uh, who knows how long with your second heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and I think that, you know, a lot of what I found in, in the book and, and I love that you were so specific about and prescriptive in the book. Um, but a lot of what I found in it was we're, there, there are a few things that we cannot escape, but aging is one of those things. You can't escape it. We're all going to age. Better to age intentionally and mindfully and carefully and, and to exercise and take care of yourself. I'm only 45, but I'm thinking about you know, with my husband being older than me, I'm thinking about how do we age well? How do we take care of ourselves? Sure. I watch my, my parents. I, I, I see the things that they struggle with. And I think, okay, how do I not struggle with those things when I'm their age? And, and some of that is inevitable, I suppose, but some of it is definitely avoidable if you can find ways to stay mobile, flexible, active. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, um, you cued something else in my mind. I, I have recently retired uh, from the two careers, mm -hmm. uh, although gainfully employed. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> amazing what you can do when you work for nothing. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, prepared for it. Some would say obsessed, but I, I have watched uh, the older people, especially men. They, things get cut off and a hot dog on the golf, and that lasts about six months. And yeah. I one guy, a vibrant senior executive, in six months he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Had nothing to do. So I wrote down before I retired, family, friends, and fun, body, mind, and spirit. Yeah. Took a riff on each one of those on what I, I could do to do so, and then worked that into a weekly schedule. Yeah. Uh, so that you can work into that. I dabbled with different types of sports. Um, I got a doctorate. I, um, before I retired, got a doctorate, uh, wrote a couple of books, et cetera, et cetera. Make and keep friends. You, keeping friends takes work. Yes. You have to say, I, they say, let's get together. You set the date, right? Um, they, people say, oh, wouldn't a dinner be nice? We'll get cooking. Invite yeah. them over. Yeah. Have yeah. to do that. You know, join some of these clubs and so forth. So uh, that's um, uh, well thought out. Another fact for your for our uh, listeners and viewers is that uh, baby boomers. Now I'm at the vanguard. Baby boomers, if you know, save a little bit and do this holistic living, can expect to live into our 90s and be vital and vigorous, and be vital and vigorous. A child born today, I think 2007 or something like that, 50% of them can expect to live to be 104. Isn't that amazing? 104. So I love it. If you save a little money, and especially work as holistically, you can easily spend 
a third of your life in retirement. What will you do with that gift of time? I maintain, because I'm living it, it's all about giving back, yeah, having fun, and you have to be prepared for and know how to do those two things. You yeah. can't just quit and say, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this and the other for the community. You know, I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> you have to be ready to be vital and vigorous to do this. Yeah. One more thing. I believe that you are your most powerful. I should ask you the question, but I'll get to the punchline. You are your most powerful when you're 60 years old because uh, most of the big battles, all we have battles as we age, I get it. But most of the big things that we have to wrestle to the ground, you know, spouse, children, careers, education, um, you know, on and on, those are pretty much behind us. If we're thinking people, we have learned. And then after 60 yeah. is when you can apply it and give it back yeah. for a goodly number of years. So, um, you know, think about that. And I love also, it. Um, um, I'm an unabashed patriot, you know, retired, uh, retired military and so forth. Uh, do I dare say I, I go back to Vietnam? <laughs> um, uh, we are so fortunate to be uh, alive at this time in history. And we are so fortunate to be born into this country. All right. Um, I believe that this time in history will be looked back 500 years from now or so. We will be here 500 years from now. Mm -hmm. And this will be the new renaissance. Oh, I hope so. I this do hope so. Renaissance and the new enlightenment. We will solve our problems. You know, within a couple of years, I look forward to um, you know, calling up a ride and uh, getting in my ride and, and uh, telling what the ride know that I would like to go to the Pittsburgh soda shop for a bit <laughs> and go there as my music will be playing and I'll get a history lesson as I get there and nary a driver I will meet it will be all done for me who kind who of exciting I had the realization I'm holding up my iPhone obviously <laughs> there's my there's my co-author there but anyway <laughs> um, hi Nicole <laughs> think, think about this all of this came from the earth and was uh, just uh, um, carefully uh, blended and nurtured and manufactured and programmed by man's creative genius and his energy and the freedom to do so in this country. And I can talk to the other side of the world and do all, I, I can do meditation with this thing, talk to the other side of the world and, and add to them too. Remarkable. And this came out of the earth it yeah we don't we don't think about that very often do we we don't think of things that way but so interesting so interesting yeah. james thank you so much for being on the show let's do a little after show let's do it okay. I, I cannot say enough this has been absolutely de delightful thank <laughs> you all right viewers here's the book we're gonna have links down below in the show notes today so you can get your copy. And if you'd like to join us for the after show, you'll find it at our URL, twoquestions.tv. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.